0: Back with an exciting and tangible part two. I have one of my favorite guests, Lissa Figgins, going deeper on the topic of how a mom can tame her time and get more done around the house and beyond. Now that she helped us in part one create intentional space and time in our lives as a mom of littles, now there's the task of deciding, well, what to do with that time. Lissa dives deeper with us in this episode and breaks it all down step by step so that we can build a life that we want and one that we love. Get ready to take notes, Mama. This is going to be a good one. Let's go for it. Hey, Mama, welcome to Mom Nation. Do you want a better work life balance and more time and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I add more hours into the day? Or Googling, how to deal with mom guilt and can my marriage survive toddlers? Do you wake up with big goals only to feel overwhelmed and alone and you have no one to help you and your littles aren't listening to you again? Hey, I'm Cheyenne. I too was an exhausted mom away from my family. I too felt drained with a strong-willed toddler and wished I could find balance between being a wife, mom, stepmom, and entrepreneur. I wanted more energy to give my husband, to discipline my kids well, and incorporate Jesus into our home, but I kept telling myself that I just couldn't do it without a community around me. Until i found balance and confidence in raising Jesus-loving littles. In this podcast, you will find time and energy management help, tips for disciplining, and what to do when you have no village, so that you will find balance between all of your roles and trust your own mom tuition. Time to grab those headphones, mama, pour that green smoothie, and get ready to be mom inspired You're no longer alone. Well, hello, hello, Mama of Littles. Welcome back to Mom Nation, the podcast that is all about you. It's all for you. And it's all about helping you find that balance and raise those Jesus loving littles that you love and adore so much. If this is the first time that you're coming onto this podcast, I am so happy to let you know that this is actually a part two. Of a previous episode that was on right before this. So if you're wondering, well, where the heck can I find that? I'm so happy you're thinking that because I actually have the link to that episode in my show notes below. And as a quick recap, my guest today, we previously discussed about How, as a mom of little, how can you intentionally create time in your everyday life? How can you be intentional with your time? How can you create it not just for your children, which we know can take a lot of that time, can feel very overwhelming and very demanding on your schedule, but also how can you create that time and space for your relationship with God, for your husband, for yourself? So if you're dying to know more of that yourself, please feel free to head back to part one But part two, we're going to dive in today. Now that you've created that time, what do you do with it? right? Because it's one thing to have the time, but then to be intentional with it, that's another spiritual discipline. That's a next step. And so you won't be uh, having to figure that out on your own because my guest today has become quite an expert on that herself, not just with her own experience, but also her experience as a coach and leading other women down this path. So Lisa again I'm just so thankful for you joining us here on part 2 and we're back we're back speaking on this this whole um mission about how to help women redeem their time and as a mom of little's we've discussed in the past that it can be really hard to to even focus on herself even bring that intention to um herself and and knowing you know, that she is worthy and she is important. And I love how you address that in the first uh, episode, but for part two, we now want to help moms um, know what to do, know what to do and, 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 and know, you know, what is it, how can I find out what it is that's going to best serve me and my family and ultimately allow me to follow the Lord's leading in my life? Because so many of my moms listening, that is their desire is not just to raise Jesus loving littles, but to be a Jesus loving mama and teach yeah. their children by example. So um, how can you, you know, as we begin this conversation, how would you say like, what is the best thing for us to do? Or how can we best decide what to do with that time that we've now gained from these time hacks that you gave us?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for an opportunity to keep continue this conversation because there's so much, yeah. here, right. And thank as we so talked so about last amazing. time, busyness, is not a disordered schedule, it's a disordered heart. Right. And so I want to kind of yeah. come back to that before I give you some practical things to do. Um, because Thanks I think too. it really comes, you know, into that place. For me, it was when I turned 40. So I still had kids at home, but they were older at that point. And I think oh my it gosh, this was like last year. Yeah. For me, it was that milestone moment when I just looked in the mirror and I was like, who am I? And how did I get here? And where am I going? You know, my and 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 not in any bad way, right? But just in a wow, I could see that my my kids were going to start leaving the nest. And that day will be here before you know it. If you are that mom with a 4-month-old and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I don't know if I'll ever get there." You will, and it will come <laughs> sooner than you think. <laughs> right? And so, I wish I would not have waited till 40 to have that question and that conversation with myself and with the Lord. Right? So, I would say start now. My husband is a big tree guy, and I love this analogy. He always says to me, "Lisa, when is the best time to plant a tree when he's trying to convince me that we should be planting more trees on our already wooded lot. Okay. So he's like, I'm like the answer 30 years ago. And he's like, okay. So <laughs> when is the second best time to plant a tree answer today, in other words, I'm going to the store <laughs> and buying more trees. Right. <laughs> but it's yes. true. Like if he wants, if we want to have big beautiful trees that are providing shade and beauty and you know, protection around our mm-hmm. home, you have to plant those seeds or those twigs or whatever, years in advance, right, of even getting to that place, or you're not going to have a tree that's, you know, that's going to provide the things that you want. And I think it's so tempting as moms to feel like, like, I'm just in this mom stage. And all I can think about is my kids and what they need. And, you know, because they have such tangible physical needs, because they are in these stages where, yeah, we are everything. Um, and then we, you know, like we talked about last time, we start releasing some responsibility to them, but it's easy to just be like, I'll get to me when they go to school. I will get to me when they, you know, when they get into junior high, I'll get to me when they're driving themselves places. I'll, and let me just tell you, like we said last time, nothing's really going to change just because your kids got older because it's still a heart issue. It's still a uh, right. And so even if it's just like we talked about last time, like the five minute, I'm seeing I have time, I'm asking what matters most and then I'm doing something. You're planting a seed and then each time you do something in the, one of those areas you're watering it, right? And and I think that's um that's really the first place to start is it matters now, even though it doesn't feel like it, even though it doesn't feel like you have time. It will it, you know, for my husband to go to the to go to the store and buy a fully mature tree would be exponentially more expensive. Than if he went and bought the seedlings, right? And we just let time be on our side. So, so that's the first thing I want to say to her. The second thing I want to say to her is like, you do have permission as a mom of littles to, you know, to focus on some areas beyond just you know wiping snotty noses and you know and and making dinner and throwing stuff in the microwave. Right, because I think the problem is (laughs) we put ourselves on the back burner. It's like this martyr syndrome. Oh, I'm a mom, and I, you know, serve everybody all day long, and ah, woe is me, right? Like we wear it like a badge of honor, right? But I mean, like we kind of alluded to this a little bit last time. The problem is you will never have enough time, money, energy left over, uh, which means you're never going to get around to planting those and watering those seeds, you know, in those areas of your life. And then, you know, I find that, I, I mean, I know I fell into this and as I have conversations with women of, of any stage of life, but especially moms of littles, like we think you think it's selfish to focus on you, right? Like, Oh, that I can't think about me. I got to think about my family. And, and I'm not saying ignore your family, you know, and, and, and just go hole yourself up in the bathtub. Although that's not a bad thing as long <laughs> as they have supervision, <laughs> but remembering you cannot pour from an empty cup because if you burn out, you will drop out and you will be no good to them or anyone else, right? So you have to make sure that you are filling up, especially in this stage of life. It's like moms of littles, I hear me in this. You can't afford not to pour into yourself in these different areas, right? If you want to be a present mom, if you want to have the house, The vibrancy, the longevity, the energy, like you guys talk about here to be the mom you are called to be, you have to be planting these seeds and watering them because I think it's selfish not to fill up your cup. Right. And then when somebody needs to drink water, you're like, oh, sorry, I was busy doing other stuff. I have nothing to give you. Well, now they're like, oh, they're, they're parched. They're dying. They're like, I needed that. Right. And so I feel like that's a selfish piece of it. And so one of the things I've learned myself um, and I teach inside my program is a two plus three time blocking system um, yes. where your bookends, what happens first in your day and what happens at the end of your day are refill time blocks. They are not spent on doing things for everybody else. And your refill time block, may be five minutes that maybe all the time you have. And that's OK. Doing something at the beginning of your day and at the end of your day to refill you so that you can pour out is essential. That is the key to being fully present, right? That is the key to being filled up so that you can pour out. And then, you know, and then, you know, we look at kind of, okay, now what, what, what does the middle part of your day look like around, you know, your kids' ages and stages and nap times and school and work and business and things like that. But I just want to really hone in on the two bookends. You have to do the refills, right? And that's not time to be doing laundry. That's not time to be, um, You know, prepping more food. That's not time to be, you know, packing Johnny's lunch. That is like, that is not selfish for you to do those things. And here's the thing if you block that time off first, everything else will fit into the time that you have. But what happens is if we think, oh, I'll get around to that later, like we said earlier, like it never will happen because there's never anything left over. So that's going to be my first, like, just kind of like aha moment to these young moms is put that refill time in first. And like I said, in this stage of life, it literally might be five minutes in the morning and five minutes in the evening, and that's okay. Eventually you will get to the point where it can be 15 and maybe 20 and maybe 30, or, you know, like it will grow with you in each stage of life. But if you don't start watering and planting those seeds now, you will not have the fruit and the branches to provide what you want down the road.
0: Wow. Wow. Lisa, that was so... Powerful. And I am so for a good metaphor, a good analogy. And that tree, thank your husband for us, like give him an extra high five, (laughs) let him know that he was featured on a uh, Moms of Littles podcast today. Uh, Because it is, it's so, it's so visual. It's something that as moms, you know, I think we can really understand, you know, we can really visualize and see. And something I use in um, my course and my coaching program is I show moms how we imagine yourself as being a boat, and imagine, um, or you are in a boat that's taking on water, and you are just constantly all day trying to just get this water out of the boat, because I think we all feel that way sometimes, like you said, like we, we, we say, I got to take care of this first, and then I'll take care of myself, you know, and it's the same philosophy or or imagery that I try to bring my moms and say, you know, we so often can focus on the water, but where's the water coming from, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, there's holes in your boat. And until we can focus on, you know, plugging those holes or focusing on where are you being drained, that water is going to keep coming and you're going to keep trying to bail that water. And so where, where you can um, zone in and focus on, whether it be, yeah, pockets of time, just, you know, creating those time for you, creating those bookends so that you can plug those holes, then at least you're going to float and your energy can be sustained and um, so I love that. I love that um, the first step to like really redeeming your time, I feel like, is creating the time, of course, or like seeing that it that, that what you have is there. Um, and I love that you said like focusing on what what's pre- what's in your present, like right now, you know, and what you can do right now, and so that it can grow and flourish. Something. A second question though that comes up in me. Listen, I'm curious what you would say, um, because you've navigated this road yourself, because your littles are now, um, I was joking earlier before we started recording they are little adults, you know, they're, yeah. uh, in the two of them are in their mid twenties and, uh, you know, uh, It's amazing that your next littles will be little grandbabies, Lord willing. Um, But now that you're down the road a little bit, you know, what are some things that, you know, you could maybe share with moms listening that could be possible roadblocks in their way? Like, what are things that could get in the way of their new plans they
1: may not be expecting? Sure. Uh, Welcome to life where there will always be roadblocks (laughs) and distractions. So (laughs) I think, first of all, don't be surprised when they come. Just be like, I was looking for you. Right. I mean, think about it. Like if you are going through like, you know, like the scary fun houses, you know, at Halloween time. Right. And, uh, you know, the first time you go through when that "Ah," jumps out from behind a corner, you're like, ah, right. And then you might jump or react or scream or whatever. But then when, when you go through that same house, second, third, fourth, fifth time, you're like, I already know you're coming. Right. So really like, yeah, anticipating it and saying like, this is life, um, I think is really, really important. And knowing It's interesting because there are all kinds of external obstacles, right? Uh, Something can happen in the weather and that throws everything off for the day or something can happen in, in, you know, in your health or something can happen, something else, you know, in someone else's life that affects you or affects your job or there are all these external things that can happen. But guess what? There are a ton of internal things that could also become just as much obstacles, self-sabotage, comparison, laziness. Uh, fear and doubt, um, you know, like just us getting in our own way um, happens probably more often than the external things getting in our way. Um, So always kind of, you know, checking in um, on those things and having someone in your life, like a coach, like a mentor, like a community like you have that you, you know, number one, you're recognizing I'm not alone, but number two, you're also seeing, okay, other people struggle with this, or maybe someone else helps you call it out in your life, right. By just asking you some questions and giving you an opportunity to, to identify those things. Right. So, you know, what I love to say is like, when you're looking at obstacles or distractions, right. Cause you can have great plans, but you know, your toddler doesn't always understand, you know, mom had this whole <laughs> day planned out. Now you just threw it all out the, out the window. Uh, number one, uh, just because something comes up in your day does not mean that all is lost. <laughs> you know, like, I think we do this with like a diet, right? Like, oh, I had that piece of cake. Well, now I might as well eat everything in the fridge because, you know, I already ruined <laughs> but no, that's not going to, you're going to wake up tomorrow and be like, I do not feel well. I wish I would not have done that. Right. The same thing with our time, right? Things will happen. So you are going to need to respond. We want to respond, not react. We, want, we don't want to be like the scary fun house where we reacted. Right. Cause we didn't know it was <laughs> coming and we weren't prepared for it. Right. We want to be able to like graciously respond, especially if it's our kids or our spouse. Right. And, uh, you know, their intentions are not to like thwart our plans. Um, so we need to do that in a loving way. Um, but you know, like number one is anticipating it's coming. Um, the second one is, you know, kind of looking at like, okay, here's this obstacle in front of me. And we always have a choice what will happen if I give into this obstacle? If I let this <coughs> obstacle rob me of my time, my joy, my energy, whatever, like play that out, that scenario, what will happen if I give into it? What will happen if I move beyond this? Right? Because both of them are stories we're making up in our head, right? We tend to focus on the, oh no, now this is all going to happen. And it's going to turn into this, this, this and We have this huge snowball that we create in our head, which is not even true. Right. And then decide which, which one do I want? And then just Five, four, three, two, one, like we talked about last time, just take action towards that one. Right. And I will say this as I watch people, and again, I'm watching from like this outside perspective right now. My husband is working on a project, a nonprofit project. And it's a bunch of grown men. So, but but the principles are still the same. So hear me out. Uh, they have a project they're working on, and they do not have a plan. And so everybody is scrambling and you can feel it in their message thread. I happen to be a part of their message thread because I'm doing a lot of back-end stuff to help them and like they're like, they're like grasping at straws. They're frustrated. They're all these things. Because And I just said to my husband this morning, I'm like there is no plan. It, there was a plan. Yeah. It may not be executed hundred percent because welcome to life. Right. But you're going to execute a whole lot more than if there's no plan at all. And if things happen, that's okay. Because you still can then just get yourself back on track to where you're going. And I'd like to equate it to like a road trip. Like if you want to take your family on a road trip, right. To some amazing place that your kids have always wanted to go, you know, you don't just like jump in the car and say, Hey kids, let's just, let's go to Disney. Right. And like, hope you end up there. You like do your research ahead of time. You've mapped things out. You've packed your bags. You've, you know, you've got your GPS. We don't have to necessarily carry the Atlas in the car anymore. Like back in my day. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, you know, and then what happens you will encounter construction So like, we're going to Florida in a couple of days. It's a 14 hour drive. We will encounter instruction, construction. We will encounter uh, like accidents. We will encounter traffic. We will encounter like, oh shoot, we missed that exit. You know, like there are all kinds of things that we are going to encounter, but guess what? We, we've already plugged into the GPS where we're going. So we just reroute around those obstacles, around those distractions, around those things. And it's okay. It doesn't throw off our whole trip. And we're like, oh, now we can't go. We just get our, you know, we, we go around it and we get back on, on path. And I feel like so often when it comes to life, we just like, we just get up and it's just like, I just put out one fire after the next, I, you know, oiled one squeaky wheel after the next, I just, whatever comes in on my phone of someone else's expectation or need from me becomes my priority. And then, you know, and then we wonder why we have so many obstacles, you know, and why we feel like we're never getting anywhere. Um, I, yeah, you would too, if you had no plan before you hopped in the car as well. Right. So I would just encourage you, like, even in a stage of life, like to be like, Hey, where am I going? Where do I want my faith walk to look like, like a year from now? And then you can start taking baby steps towards that. What do I want my relationship with my husband to look like a year from now? Because I think mm. that's danger something that I've experienced. Yes. We're empty nesters now. Yeah. Guess what? Most nights. It's just the two of us staring at each other across the table eating dinner. No more kids, to, like you know, <laughs> right. have a conversation around and talk about or whatever. Like it's just us, and if if we don't have our own relationship, right? Like. So many yep. marriages don't last when the kids leave because it was so focused on the kids, you know? So maybe it's a business you want to start. Like what are just, what kind of dreaming out with God? And I'm really big on like doing it with God, not just like the world's way of like, here's my big goal and I'm putting on my goal board. And I mean, I, I'm all about setting goals, but they need to be with God goals. Like have a with yeah. God vision for each of those areas of mm. your life and then say, okay, so what would that look like if I broke that down into smaller chunks? And then what really matters in this season? Right. Cause there are some things that maybe are going to stay in the dream stage. Like right now, if you've got, you know, for some people, it just depends. It's, it's so interesting. Some people, they start a business because of their kids and they make it their why and their fuel. And for some people, mm-hmm. it's their reason not to build their business. So really it's like you wow. said, very fuel. but, you know, but, but when you've got a vision of this is where I'm going, then you can start taking those little steps like along the way. And here's the thing. If you write down those things, it increases your percentage of actually seeing it happen by 46%. If wow. you write it down and tell someone it, you go up to 76%, Ooh. right? And yet as moms, either we're a keep it in our heads because we're just too busy to get around to it. Or B we're writing it off like, Oh no, that would never happen. I can't do that. Right. Like what if you actually had like spent time praying over it? Wrote it down and shared it with a friend, right? Like, guaranteed you're gonna start moving towards that, even when you're a mom of littles. Right? Does that make
0: sense? Wow. Oh my gosh, all of this made so much sense and I am just I'm being like a sponge. I'm just soaking up so much of what you just said right now. And you know, I am I didn't realize what an analogy lover I am because oh my gosh, I am just like, yes, I love the visual of of the road trip and then and then the weight loss and so many of the things uh that you painted the picture so very well. And something that you did so great today too is as much as some of this, so much of what you shared today definitely is a mindset and a heart shift, there's also such great practicality steps that you also painted. So I really appreciate that because I know firsthand as I listen to my ladies that listen to this podcast, they they want that beautiful combination. Like, yes, like, okay, I want to know how can I present myself as this open spirit that is really mendable and moldable um, by the Lord, but then then what do I do? Like, you know, like kind of, what do I do with it? So mm-hmm. I love, I'm um, just thanking you so much for, um, as we pull this episode to a close at the end, like just writing it down and sharing with someone. And, you know, for you, mamas listening. If you feel like, okay, I can do that first step. I can, I can write this down. Like now that I'm kind of, you know, I'm shifting maybe my thinking a little bit, looking at these bookends and looking, you know, making that decision. But if you don't feel like you have someone that you can be open and, and honest with, and someone you can tell, I want to just openly invite you guys to my Facebook group. I have a Facebook group that's intentionally focused Um, For moms of littles, totally free. Where it's a safe space that moms can get really real and really raw. We have a really good time. We have we 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 tell a lot of momisms. We share memes and gifts, and um, we we share you know what are our favorite you know products that are saving our life this week. But then we also get really real. We ask the hard questions, and we go in there for accountability. And I just want to offer that um, to all of my ladies who say you know I see this. I see what Lissa is talking about. But I really feel like I need someone to walk me along that journey. And, you know, if you need that next step, even more of someone to really guide you and encourage you and lead you on, Lisa, I would love if you would just take a moment to share with everyone listening, you know, if they want to take that next step in their journey and either just reach out and say and give you a huge a huge high five or a a huge virtual hug, or if they would like that step of, uh, you know, listening to your podcast or working with you, what is the best way that they can find you online to do that?
1: Yeah, I'll make it really simple and just go to my website, which is redeemhertime.com. And there you can find out, you know, you can listen to the podcast that I have. um, You can ask questions. So if you want to ask a question to get featured on the podcast, specific to the stage of life you're in and things around, you know, a life plan or around, you know, scheduling and time blocking and routines and habits and obstacles and all the things we've talked about the last couple of days, um, that you can do that right on there as well. Um, I also have a community link on there where we also, you know, have conversations around these things. And, and really, because like you said, it's, you can hear great nuggets, but it's one thing to know, and it's another thing to do. And it's another thing to do consistently. Um, and, and to keep going on that. And I have one other thing I will offer to your audience. So this, I've actually taken this off my website when this airs, but I will offer it to your moms because I feel like this could be really helpful. And that's a one hour strategy session, you know, because I feel like, and even if we need to make it, you know, in 15 minute chunks and spread it out or just do it, you know, like we'll figure it out if you're a busy mom and you're like, I can't give an hour. Um, but don't stay in a place where you feel like you're just stuck right? Where you feel like you're just stuck with your time. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're just stuck in you can't see beyond your four walls. Like I couldn't. Uh, and you just feel like this is, I don't even know who I am anymore. And what, what might God even be calling me to be and do in these different areas of my life? Like that I think would be a great place. Um, so uh, there's a separate link for that. Cause it's not going to be on my website at, when this airs, but it's list it's I'm sorry, redeemhertime.com slash session. Right. So that's for one of my, what I call a schedule shaping strategy session. And yeah, that'll, you know, that would be a great way to kind of start seeing cracks, right. Start finding some hope, start seeing, okay, yeah, I, I can with some guidance, find some nooks and crannies in my day and then be intentional about those seeds that I'm planting and the seeds that I'm watering.
0: Amen. Amen. Wow. Well, thank you so much on behalf of all my listeners um, for offering that, that is such a beautiful gift and such a sigh of relief. You know, mama, if you need, if you feel that, like you're holding all of this inside and you just need someone to just breathe with. I mean, I couldn't recommend Lissa enough. And, um, just a quick reminder too, that this is actually a part two of, of an episode series that we've created together. So I'm going to go ahead and list her part one episode in the show notes below. I'll also uh, list her website. And, um, if she has a separate Um, strategy session call. I will also list that in the, um, in the show notes, but of course you can reach out to her through her website. And I know that her contact information is on there as well, but uh, Lissa, I seriously cannot say thank you enough. I so appreciate you taking your time, helping me redeem my time and creating really intentional podcast episodes that actually mean something and speak to my audience in a very, real and intentional way. And that's exactly what you've done here today. So thank you so much for just being you and sharing your light with us here today.
1: You are so welcome. Thanks for the opportunity, you know, and just remember in this stage of life, you know, be present because your kids are going to get older and you're going to, you know, wish that you would have been present in the moments when they were small. And so just, you know, in each season of, of this stage of mothering, just be present, right? And say what matters most in this moment and then fully put yourself there.
0: Amen. Amen and hallelujah. And every mama listen listening, just know that you are enough. You are worthy. And you are present to me. And you are present to every mom that is out there. And I appreciate you listening to another episode. And we will see you next time here at Mom Nation.